Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rate the Record podcast, episode 30, another 10 under the belt, in the belt, in the pants. I don't know where this is going, but 30. Wow. It's so old now. Ugh. Yeah, you hit your Ugh. 30s. This is where your body starts to ache for no reason, and just, like, things are a little Ugh. more miserable now. <laughs> welcome. Uh, you, look, you look at the clock, it's 8 o'clock, you're like, how am I still awake? I want to go to bed, but it's too early. But what is too late? I don't know anymore. <laughs> Anyways, your hosts who are obviously getting over the hill are Chris and Savannah, and she resents that. Yeah, but time's not going to slow down for yeah, you anytime I know. soon. It's, Me neither. It's true, but it hurts. It sure does. But you know, it doesn't hurt doing a podcast, music commentary. I mean, it can hurt depending on how you feel about certain albums, but that's what we do here on Rate the Record. So thank you very much for hanging out with us, with us today and, uh, you know, checking out this album and hopefully you get something out of it. Hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully you enjoy the episode. So make sure you hit like, subscribe, comment, share, follow, rate, all those fun things that help build that musical community that you know you no, we're trying to build right now. Brick, brick. Uh-huh. You know, I say it every week. Brick, house, wall, martyr, whatever. Uh, I did a lot of editing on last week's episode, so I just remember Savannah saying martyr a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and when you said brick house, all I just jam into it. Just jam into it in my head. Well, there you go. Uh, so yeah, uh, this week, episode thirty. Usually for the, like the last ten type episodes like episode 10 and episode 20 like every 10 we've uh-huh. done the randomizer but thanks to the numerous listener requests that we've been getting we don't have to do that this time around so thank you very much because today yeah. is indeed a listener requested episode scott uh that's the name he wants to go by as according to the uh the form that you can fill out down in the description below if you want to request an album scott wants us to take a look at tv on the radio and return to cookie mountain their second album i like the name already Sounds like a Cookie Monster album, but uh, it was not. If it he actually eats the CD, I'd be sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, if uh, if you've been to this podcast before, like Scott, maybe, for example, hello, welcome back to the podcast. We're always glad to have you here. You know, just knowing that you'll come back, hang out with us, and let us know what you think of the album is always fantastic. Thank you very much. But if you're new here... Welcome to the podcast. Yes, we do albums that are listener requested, so you could be one of those people. Again, link down in the description below if you want to request. But yes, welcome to the podcast. Enjoy your stay. We're glad that you're here. That means you likely don't know what we do here on the podcast. So each week, Savannah and I will choose an album, be it completely at random. Uh, maybe it's celebrating some sort of anniversary of some sort or listener requested, as I've already said, like 20 times so far coming into this episode. <laughs> Regardless, we will choose an album. We discuss the songs at length. We rank the songs and then we rate the record. I've been trying to learn how to whistle with my fingers like a dog whistle. Um, just imagine that because I haven't perfected it yet. It still kind of sounds like. So well, can, we'll can't you just like regular whistle with your lips? That does like, not have the same ring to it. Not only that, but uh, Zoom went ahead and broke up that audio a lot. So you just, you just hear, <laughs> and then just cuts out. <laughs> Excellent. It's as bad as me trying to dog whistle. But just imagine that happening, you know, in the distance and uh, woo. Eh. Well, dog whistling aside, we do have an album to talk about today. But before we yes. get to that, there is a disclaimer that we'd like to read at the beginning of each show just to make sure that, you know, we're on top of everything. We're not going to be mean to each other, even if we have our disagreances. Uh, we're just we're cool having discussion about music, musical commentary, you know, the basis of the podcast. And it is as follows. <clears throat> 
The following thoughts and opinions we're going to discuss on Rate the Record regarding this album are strictly of our own personal interests. We are not professional music reviewers. We're simply two friends having fun discussing and listening to music. We encourage respectful discussion and friendly banter of each episode, but we do not condone and will not. Uh, sorry, I am laughing because I am doing so well. Excellent. And and will not tolerate bullying or belligerence based on the opinions of ourselves or others. This podcast is a casual and for fun project, and you are welcome to take what we say regarding the albums we rate with a grain of salt. I'm still trying to be the uh, the kid's toy commercial disclaimer, but uh, <clears throat> oh, I got caught up in it halfway through. Uh, don't push yourself too hard because those are mainly uh, pre-recorded and sped up anyways. So, I mean... Oh. Oh, I am going to reach those unrealistic expectations. You have to be more of the auctioneer who literally does that, like, super fast mumbling in person. Sold. To the man in green. Yes. Oh, my God. That's that's when you slow down a little bit. Sold for $250,000. So that's when the blocks are going to be a whole card. Okay, anyways. That is terrifying. It is, and kind of annoying, to be honest. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yes, Scott wants us to take a look at TV on the radio. Well, guess what, Scott? You're in luck. We're doing it today here for episode 30. Uh, You already know who TV on the radio is, but for the rest of you who don't, let me uh, fill you in a little bit. TV on the radio is an indie rock slash post-punk band from Brooklyn, New York. They formed in 2001 and have, for the most part, seen the same lineup throughout their entire like tenure. That is until 2011 when bassist Gerard Smith unfortunately passed away at the age of 36 after a battle with lung cancer. Oof. The band consists of Tunde Adabimpe. I, I hope I sing that cor- I'm saying that correctly. I don't know. But he's co-lead vocalist, backing vocals. And just so you know, everyone in this band is practically a multi-instrumentalist, so I'm not going to list everything they do. Uh, let's see, we have David Andrew Cytek on lead guitar, Kit Malone on co-lead vocals, backing vocals, guitar, bass, synth, strings, etc., and Jaleel Bunton on drums, percussion, programming, strings, and bass. Yeah, all the other ones had like a bunch of other things listed too, and it's just like, you know what, I'll just say multi-instrumentalists. <laughs> That's, that, that works. Just kind of like what I did with Bungle, where I just kept saying, oh, multi-instrumentalist, this person, multi-instrumentalist. Yeah. Okay, anyways. So that is the band, but the album, their second studio album, The Return, or just Return to Cookie Mountain, I should say, was released in July 2006 through Interscope, Touch and Go, and 4AD. It was recorded at Staygold and Headgear Studios, both in Brooklyn, New York. The album, uh, I, I completely didn't write an entire sentence there. The album that we're looking at today, of course, uh, was that's where they were recorded, and it was actually well-received, mostly through all of its reviews across the board. Uh, this includes Spin Magazine's Album of the Year uh, for, uh, it was, I didn't write the placement. God, I didn't do my job properly today, did test, I? Test. Regardless, it, uh, it, I, th- I believe it was Spin Magazine's Album of the Year. I think that was actually number one for 2006. Number yeah. two on Pitchfork's Top 50 Albums of 2006. Number eight on Rhapsody's 100 Best Albums of the Decade. It got an 88 on Metacritic, 4.5 out of 5 stars from Rolling Stone, an A from the AV Club, 4 out of 5 stars from Q, Spin, and All Music. The album spawned two singles, Wolf Like Me and Province, featuring none other than musical legend chameleon himself, David Bowie. Dang. I know that's good cred. Pretty much, yeah, the rub, and I, I think Bowie even worked on one of their previous albums, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. He worked on one of them, I think, so that's probably why he joined in on this one, because he had so much faith in the band. Cool, that's good. And uh, just before we go into the actual album, too, uh, I mentioned this when we did Grapes of Wrath, but that requester didn't write anything for me to read. 
Scott, on the other hand, followed the instructions. <laughs> Optional instructions, I should say. Uh, basically, I do ask in the forum, or we do ask, I should say, like, you know, why did you choose this album? Why do you like it so much? What would you rank the songs, rate the record? You know, the same things that we would talk about on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm going to read the first part of his answer here because obviously the rest has to do with his rankings and ratings, which we'll get into when we get into that portion of the, the show. Yeah. So again, I, the, the question that Scott was like, you know, why'd you pick this? Blah, blah, blah. Like, why'd you like it? His words. I chose this album because it was by a band I discovered doing a radio show for my local high school in the mid-2000s. Hey, shout out there, brother. Uh, radio gra <laughs> graduate right here. That was uh, that was something unique, had something off-kilter yet catchy to offer, and I couldn't put my finger on why I liked it, but it captivated me. It's an album that ranks fairly high from the 2000s decade. And then again, details to come later. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good to know how much you like this. And yeah, radio program. You got a radio program in your high school? I didn't have that. What the hell? <laughs> I, I barely had AV in high school. I had like the communications class where we did some video and that was it. I had a dedicated guitar class. And that's so did, where I, I, where I did I both a guitar class and a vocal class. Ooh, cool. So I was just music all over the place, but I sucked at doing anything else musically. Cool. I think the only thing my high school had over any in the area was cabinet making. Oh, okay. That well, I mean, was cool. That, that, was that cool. could also come in handy. I mean, cabinets are always nice to have. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty then. Let's dig in to TV on the radio, Return to Cookie Mountain. So song mm -hmm. number one, I Was a Lover. Um. Okay. So uh, I found this. Okay. I'm just going to preface all of this with um, you already hate me. I really apologize that I'm. I'm completely postponing any redemption I might have. Um, that is all. Um, the, I found this song was kind of an assault on my ears. Um, it gave me a bad impression on what the album was going to contain because it like, it isn't the noisy album that or noisy music that I like. Although multiple listens definitely helped. I found that the first time I was like, what the hell is this? But then as I'm listening to it, I want to give it a chance. Right. And uh, it definitely helped. Um, I won't turn off the song. It's just I there's more in the album that I like. Yeah. And I didn't like that. I guess at the beginning, when the horns are introduced, it kind of feels like they're cut off prematurely. And that really ground my gears because later on in the song, I could hear the horn sustained. And I was like, I know you could do it. And it would have sounded better if uh, I feel it like it was so just the off. use of a sample of anything. That's Ooh, what I'm well, guessing. It was like clipped at the end. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, and that's what made it feel like a sample to me because yeah. it just felt like a cut off sample at some point. Yeah, yeah, I hated that. It's so weird that like I know you said multiple listens change your idea a bit of uh, tracks like this. Yeah. It's just weird to hear you say not the kind of noise music you were into. It's like you know we yeah. covered daughters, right? I mean, yeah, and that but was I fucking found... chaotic. <laughs> I, I found that I could, it's like, I don't know, maybe it's kind of like an art piece where you can, it, it it's a Picasso, fine, but you can kind of make out what it is, where this one, it's like, I had to just stare at it. And then eventually I was like, oh, I see it. <laughs> I get it. Oh, I don't it. know. I felt this one was a little more digestible, like the, the album yeah. as a whole, like as much as I obviously scored daughters really high personally yeah that's not nearly as digestible as this album was yeah personal pref let's chalk it up to personal preference supposing so 
Uh, I, yeah, I thought it was an interesting use of samples at the beginning of the track. Like, yeah, it did kind of cut off a little weird, but like when you're using samples, I'm kind of used to that kind of abrasive, just like chop. So it doesn't bother me so much. Uh, they do fit in curiously with like the really slow and unusual style drum beat. So I thought that was really cool, like the program mm -hmm. beat. Uh, there's a lot that kept getting introduced sonically into this track. By the way, that's going to be word of the day moving forward is sonically. So I'll just uh, say that because I'm going to say that more than once. Uh, it was a lot to take in all at once, but I was still yeah. kind of enjoying it, though. I, I personally liked it. Like, after a while, it started to feel like kind of a dream. Like, you have this, like, drone of static or rushing water kind of mixed in with the synths or guitars, and that gave it the song, like, a very surreal quality, which I... I thought that was really interesting. Hard to get into at first, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. In the end, I did enjoy it. Um, there was a portion of the song that had layering of, like, real drums and drum machine that I thought was a really good choice. It was, like, in the second verse, I think. Uh, regardless, I just like the dual layer of it because you can hear they weren't exactly on time with each other. Like, you can hear, like, the, the, the human side of the drum beat, which yeah. I thought was really interesting. I always like stuff like that. These tiny yeah. little nuances. And I never really knew how to feel about this track as certain parts kind of did feel like a little overwhelming, but it's definitely not a bad start to the album, in my opinion. Uh, I definitely, I, I think if I could name this just with just one word, it would be um, overwhelming. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a, probably a couple other tracks that'll lot. do that for you then. Well, there, there were a couple that I was like, wow, this is like, I can get into this. I would listen to this again. And then others, I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> it's killing me. But you got to have that, that kind of balance, right? You got to have the digestible ones. And then the ones where they're like, okay, we're going to go a little crazy here. Yeah. So. And any songs moving forward where like, I might not like too much. It, it's yeah. It's not even that like I hated them or felt too overwhelmed by them, but just like some obviously excited me more than others. Yeah, yeah. You'll definitely hear that coming up my notes too. I think it'll be fairly obvious at some points. <laughs> All right. So song number two, we have hours, and I thought there was just like a like a great drum pass to start off this entire song. I thought it was fantastic. Like you had that descending tom drum melody that's kind of going through. I thought that was great. Uh, there's an organ in the song too, and it does like a great job keeping like a consistent atmosphere through the verses. Really good addition. Uh, the layer of drone droning sounds and like these, especially like in the second verse, I think it was. And then there's like these kind of like sparse sprinklings of like weird sounds kind of in your left and right ear at different points. I thought that was kind of a nice touch too. Just adds more again to the atmosphere, just a lot of character to the track. And there are some horns in the second half that pushed, like, the bass melody along, too. So uh -huh. I will say that, like, yeah, the bass guitar itself was kind of weak on this album. The bass, not not so much, because, like, there's a lot of synths and everything that covered that ground. But, yeah, the bass guitar was definitely, like, a little more subdued. So to have something like a horn section in this song push along the melody helped it out. It's okay if it needed training wheels. It still sounded good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did a lot to add to the sound. So I kind of like that. Um, okay, so from the beginning, I liked this one. Um, the vocals, uh, I did feel this way about the previous song that the vocals, I enjoyed them. Uh, I would say that that is pretty much a blanket statement for the majority of this album. I think that they fit the music quite well. Um, I personally think that the song would be better served if the higher pitched background vocals came in and out and didn't stay the whole time, because that's where I start to get the feeling of being overwhelmed, where it kind of something is added and it's not it's not replacing. It's just adding and adding. And then I just feel like I'm under 17 weighted blankets and I can't breathe. Um, 
I, I kind of wish it didn't stay the whole time because I did much prefer the first little bit where they were absent. And if they came in, dropped out, I would have liked a little more. But despite all that, I would definitely play this song again. Hmm, very good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, you have at least one positive thing to say so far. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's not that far into it. So there's still more. I was going to say, yeah, like, I, I'm getting I'm still getting bad vibes from you at this point, but we will see how it progresses. Well, that's okay, because I give bad vibes to people in my family as well. So Good, you're consistent. <laughs> if anyone's yes. ever complimented you, I hope that was the one. <laughs> well, I'll take it as such. Thank you. This is how I compliment people right here. <laughs> uh, that's a backhanded compliment for the audio listeners. I have to explain the joke. Ha ha funny. Um, anyway, song number three. Yes. Province. Once again, featuring David Bowie. I like pointing that out because everyone everyone loves David Bowie to some extent. Jeez. Oh, yeah. So what do you got for this one? Okay, so I found that it had a moderately funky feel to it. That's sort of how I felt from the beginning, which um, I definitely gravitate to, and I like that a lot. Um, I think that the higher background vocals in this song fits it so much better, and I actually feel like it's pretty nice. Um, When the guitar really picks up, it kind of felt like a dam breaking because up until that, it was just sort of like building a little bit. And then when it comes in, it was just, it just let it all go. I like that. Um, the introduction of the piano was definitely needed to spice up the back half. And uh, I I felt like I could still hear the piano during the chorus, but it's like really, really back there. And the fact that I kind of tuned into that, I, I really enjoyed sort of that, uh, that contrast. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was definitely... In its own way, like a, a wall of sound type feel in that chorus. Oh, like yeah. it, it's not necessarily like, you know drums in this speaker, guitars over here, but like the, I'm not talking necessarily about Phil Spector, yeah, but I, I, in his method. But like wall of sound, just meaning like just a block of sound, just completely overwhelming, not overwhelming, but like taking over the soundscape. So yeah, I I know what you mean, and I actually do have a note about that too. But yeah, you're right. It, this is a like a really kind of funky, funky kind of track a great bouncy halftime beat to start mm. the track, like already really having fun with it right off the top. And this felt like a good track for David Bowie to be in on. Like, <laughs> yeah. for his, like, and the thing is like though, the, the singers sing in such a way, there's especially a song coming up a little later in the album that I thought David Bowie was singing on, but it, no, he's only singing on this one. Yeah. Sometimes it can be hard to hear him though, because like the vocal, like some of the vocalists, the way they sing sometimes kind of have that Bowie esque like yeah. pres- presentation to them. So it was hard to know where Bowie was like beginning and ending in this song. Not that I was only looking for him, but obviously if he's here, I'm going to be like, okay, where are you? Let's, let's take a look here. Yeah. Yeah. What did they let you do? <laughs> More like, what did he allow them to allow him to do? Whatever. He was in charge. I guarantee he yes. was. <laughs> he must've been. Wait, just, wait, you just say no to him. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like someone of that stature and notoriety they don't really need anybody to sort of, you know, I don't know. They He doesn't really need to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. He's like, this is your house. You tell me what I'm doing. I Yeah, I would hope so. Although if you ever hear the stories about the, 
the vocal battles of him and Freddie Mercury on uh, Under Pressure. Oh, really? Uh, they Ooh, I uh, have not. they were constantly trying to outdo each other. I'm not going to go into that story, but like they were two egotistical people who were trying to outdo each other at every turn. So if you listen to that song, you can you can hear it. You can hear the one-upsmanship at every turn in that yeah. song. Ooh, I'm gonna listen to it with that in mind now. I've never heard of that before. There, there are there's videos and documentaries on it. Like oh. you can watch it. Like it is it is very well documented. Fabulous. The rest of the band hated working on that song. But anyways, <laughs> back to um, TV on the radio here. Yes. Yeah, good, good track for Bowie to be on. Um, there's like very airy light guitars in the background in the verse, and I thought it was awesome because like it does add well to the atmosphere and helps strengthen the song without like trying to stand too far out on its own, which I think would have taken away some of like the like the mood and energy the song was kind of putting forth. Mm-hmm. Really appreciated that. But yeah, then we get to the chorus, which is. Yeah, very grand. As I said, big block of sound, wall of sound, if you will. Uh, the soundscape was filled out really nicely. You have this like low bass and then these like dreamlike droning synths that once again, here's that word of the day, makes it sonically appealing. Yeah. Just I don't know. It, it it's it's very appealing, just very attractive to my ears. The way that it came in, because you were right, it does, the verses do build to this very grandiose type chorus and yeah. I don't think it couldn't have been written any better than that, which that's not saying any of it is bad because I've really enjoyed this track. That was all that I had. I just verbal vomit on you at the beginning. That's exactly what I do too. I'm just seeing if anything <laughs> bounces back, but that's okay. Cause that means we just move on to song number four, playhouses. And I think this was a really jarring start to the song, especially considering what we were just given. Uh, yeah. You have like these plain engine-like synths that kind of just start everything up and it really demands your attention because it's like right there in your face. I do want to add to that before you continue. Okay. Uh, my first line, the beginning sounds like the THX movie thing. It almost blew my eyebrows off. Fair, yeah. Especially <laughs> if you got a, like a decent enough volume, it's kind of, it'll take no. you by surprise because it starts right away too. It doesn't build into it. Oh, yeah. Um, things get pretty crazy after the 32nd part. I mean, you have this very, like, very jazzy style drumming with with what's like this menacing sounding like synth or guitar kind of acting as like a droning wallpaper in the background of the song. So I thought that was really cool. That felt really cool. I, I, I want to stop saying sonically, but I mean, just yeah. the way it's structured and toned and like the energy it builds and just it's memorable. So it, it's really fantastic what it does in this track. A lot of energy in the song, as I said, but something about it still feels like it's being a little bit subdued, like it could have given you a little more. Like, uh-huh. But I, I guess I won't complain, though, because what it did give me, like I felt was very lively and I was enjoying pretty much this entire track. Five minutes and 12 seconds. I didn't even think of the time. By the time it was over, I thought it had only been three minutes. So if anything, I probably could have used more. Um, yeah. And yes, uh, I'm just I'm trying to reword this next note here because again it has the word Sonic in it. <laughs> this is not a tie into the Sonic Two movie coming out. Okay, God damn it! Oh God, I just realized that too. But yeah, this I will say it, sonically speaking, it is one of the most appealing songs in the album to me so far, just because of how vast it sounds and mm-hmm. what they're doing with it too. I just I really really like this one. Uh, I like the drums. They definitely have a good groove. I, I tend, I'm starting to realize that I tend to notice that first where it's just sort of, I don't know, it literally sets the pace for like my brain to follow. So I, I kind of like that. Um, 
I I felt that the vocal harmonizing kind of feels like they're slightly off time with each other. Where it's like I can, yeah. yeah, And it, I don't know. It gives me like, obviously gives me like a human feel because you're not like programming them exactly at the same time. They're not exactly layered on each other, but it, it's kind of off putting only because I don't hear that very often. So it feels like it's done on purpose and then it, it's like, why did they do that on purpose? Do they want me to feel uncomfortable? Because you kind of, it, it did. It kind of did. But I mean, like, it's it was cool. Um, I, I did find the song a little long. Um, just I, I did kind of lose interest, maybe around four minutes or so. But uh, throwing another minute on, not too bad. But I feel like it could have ended a little earlier. Um, but, uh, I feel like this song is something that I could listen to, you know, while doing a task, like it would sort of keep me on what I'm doing, but I don't know if I would listen to it for leisure because it didn't put me at a, uh, a, a leisurely feel. <laughs> well, and that's the thing with like tracks with like a lot of droning sound in it is yeah. I guess it'd be easier to focus on your task because just like, there's not too much distracting you and it's just kind of yeah. like a white noise in a way that just, yeah. You know, you, you try to sleep and you have white noise on or just like some people will literally like study with like static and headphones just because like it blocks out everything. It's one steady tone and just yeah. kind of going. So I, I guess I could understand that. Although I would listen to this one casually. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're you're definitely more the uh, I, I don't I don't know, maybe experimental music lover where I'm just sort of getting into it. So I'm just kind of trying to pick and choose what I enjoy. Yeah. And uh, so far I haven't found the perfect song. Cause if I did, I would have written it. Yeah. <laughs> so fair enough. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess fair point about the experimental music thing or to an extent of that, because like, yeah, coming into this podcast over the now 30 episodes that we've done, like the weirdest albums brought in, more or less have been by me, I guess. Yeah. Because, like, oh, you know, you, you have your daughters, you have your bungle, you, you, I brought in Primus. I mean, you brought in Fishbone, although you hadn't listened to that prior either. So, yeah, I mean, no. like, but that was still not my choice, though. Yeah. And I, hey, I got some strange ones coming up, too, not just you. <laughs> I, I, I have one coming up around my birthday for my a celebration, but you we gotta wait forever. Months for that. away. Michael. I know. Hey. It comes every year, at least, to something to look forward to. You so. need, like, a digital, like, timer that counts down, like, right on the wall behind you. And it's, uh -huh. like, literally counting down to your birthday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if, I, if I was smarter, I would know how many days, but I am not. So. And that's what calendars are for. But, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, song number five, the, the, the album's leading single, Wolf Like Me. I can see why this was a single thus far oh, yeah totally um now this song has a familiar feel to it and i don't know if i've heard this song before or if it's because it's sort of a product of its time and maybe there were many bands that created sort of songs kind of like this um but i can't recall if i've ever heard it but it does it kind of has this like a nostalgic familiar feel to it so i mean i appreciate it for that um I like the chorus vocal melody. Some parts of it are memorable and definitely earworm worthy. Oh yeah. This is definitely one of the more catchier tracks on the album. I mean, there's a lot of catchy tracks, but this one, especially. Oh yeah. And, uh, 
I, I'm not a fan of the, like, just generally of the fuzzy overdrive sound as a whole. Um, I figure, you know, this doesn't sound too bad. And then after a while, it kind of started to wear on me. But again, that's just personal preference. Um, no knock on the band. Um, but it wore, I, it felt like it wore on them as well, because as soon as I thought that, it stopped. And I, that was fine. <laughs> I was cool with that. Are you referring to the middle portion of the like the halftime breakdown type thing? Quite possibly, but it, it just kind of seems like they just turned their guitars up to 10 and were just strumming over and over. And I was like, there's just so much, so much. But then it stopped and then it was fine. It, it came back, but during that sort of break, it was definitely a, a fr- breath of fresh air. And I feel like that song definitely benefited from having the contrast of having that loud, I guess not aggressive, but more loud in your face bit. And then yeah. sort of the the more toned down sort of quiet, quieter part. It's definitely the post-punk aspect of the band because it's post-punk. Yeah, it kind of has qualities of punk music, but doesn't sound like it too much. Yeah. And I think this band does that very well. I mean, there's a lot of bands that do it very well, but like having not having heard this album prior to today, or not today, but like this week I've been listening to it, I should say, uh, yeah, I think they did it very well. This is one of those songs where it really stands out. And it might sound familiar too because yeah, not only was it like a single and it was like it was played a lot uh, on like indie radios and alternate radio alternative radios, but this was also in like either Guitar Hero or Rock Band either or. Mm. Uh so and I know you've mentioned that on the show before saying that you've played like I think John the Fisherman when we talked about Primus last week. So yep. you might have very well heard or even played this song before. Interesting. I'll have In to look that into that. Aspect. Yeah. Oh, I, I really do like the song, though. Uh, there's a great flow to start the track. I thought it was uh, fantastic. Definitely plays on the energy of the previous track, too, but it, like, picks up on it a little more, so I really appreciated that. It does feel... It feels kind of cohesive, just, like, combining those two together. Um, it's interesting that, aside from the vocals, that nothing really tries to take too much of a lead on most of the tracks, like, in, again, as I already mentioned before, it's like nothing too front-facing, nothing too loud in the mix or anything like that. Uh, so it all just contributes to, like, a fantastic collection of sound, essentially. So, uh, like, mm-hmm. with for no better terms to describe it with. But, yeah, the halftime breakdown in the middle of the song I thought was gorgeous. It, did, it, it got softer, but the energy was still there somehow. Maybe because of the halftime beat, and like there were still like these really fast strums on like the guitars and stuff too, but it was like much quieter. So I really appreciated that rhythmically, rhythmically and melodically. The song gives me chills, especially that part. Just really, mm-hmm. really enjoy it. Such a fun track. There's just like great pacing, great sounds all together, and like the mood and energy are all very present. So it's very much appreciated that it didn't like give up on itself, so to speak. I feel like all of my reviews are so primitive compared to yours. Yours are so insightful and precise and mine's like, me no likey. And then that's it. Something, something dynamic. I don't know. That's that's yeah. what we were, we've always been preaching here. I'm the dumb one. Um, well, at least you I, said it, not me. I, <laughs> yeah, you wanted to. Um, I like the background vocals taking over near the end. Uh, that was nice, and I really appreciated that. It was a nice little come down. Um, yeah, that uh, it definitely earworm worthy. And uh, I would, I, I'm just gonna for every song on this album. It's would I listen to this again? I would listen to this one again. All right then. 
so far we're only five songs through and I have two X's and three question marks on whether or not we'll match. As I said, I, I, I do this all the way up until the final song that we review, and I just—it's kind of weird. I don't. I, this one is a question mark, but I'll, although I'm feeling an X right now, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I I hope that the, the entire thing is a question mark, and it just drives you mad. You're just like, I don't know. I don't well, know anymore. Well, the good news is, like, within like the next thirty to forty minutes, I'm going to have that mystery solved, regardless. So it doesn't really matter. Alrighty, so song yep. <laughs> song number six, A Method. Uh, this is quite the come down from the last track, I will say that much, or the last two tracks, realistically. But I figured it's likely needed at this point, just like it's nice to have this kind of like calmer track, I guess, or just one that's not so intense. Mm-hmm. Um, all the additional, like, I do like the way the song was built. It's a little quieter, especially on the percussion side too, but there is additional percussion towards the middle of the song that I thought was really cool and really appreciated as well. I anticipated the song getting heavier from that point, but it just kind of continued on as it had been. So I was a little let down, but it's not that it like completely torched the score. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say though that like um, – the vocals were really monotone in this one. I'm not just, I'm not talking about like the harmony vocals, but like the lead vocals kept landing on the same note over and over again for like the entire track. Mm-hmm. So I mean like it did get a little bothersome before too long. I was trying to be okay with it, but as the song kept continuing I was like, okay, I uh, this is starting to get a little grating now. Like yeah. the harmonies are nice, but yeah, just the monotone just got a little grating. Um okay, so I feel a little opposite actually um i found the song repetitive but i actually kind of liked it um i it kind of the song kind of sounds like you would make a good like one to one and a half minute long song that intros another i feel like it would like an interlude or something like that yeah and then it comes in and then the song that uh song that follows is like louder and you know kind of get that slower intro kind of like that um it did give me kind of acapella in church feels where like a group walked in they started singing and you think that's going to be it but no they go really hard and everyone is watching in awe and then as the song ends the singers just walk away whistling in tune and snapping their fingers as the audience is trying to wrap their heads around what the fuck they just saw um they put the hook at the beginning and I like that. Um, I don't really like having to weed through the whole song to kind of find the hook because in just some songs, some bands, they just don't really present it outwardly. It's kind of in there somewhere. And uh, yeah, I, I liked it. It ended just when I wanted it to. And for that, I am grateful. I, I guess because the vocals got to me that I felt like it probably went on too long. Oh, probably. I, it, was, it was only four minutes and 26 seconds, but at the same time, just, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, if there was more instrumental in the song, I probably would have been fine with it, but yeah, the vocals were kind of right there. So what can you do? And I think this was the track too, where I was also going to use the word acapella in my notes, but I didn't. I was oh, just yeah. like, no, cause I kind of like, like, the kind of things that are happening in the background. So I wouldn't want it to be completely acapella, especially yeah. because like, as I said, those vocals got a little grating after a while. So that would have yeah. actually, that would have torched the score. Yeah. I, I definitely can, can understand where you're coming from with that because that is a lot of my thoughts when it, uh, when it comes to, well, I mean some other songs, but I mean, even, so, even albums that we've done in the past, it's just, you get that one song and you're just like, it's, 
I'm sorry, but it's kind of ruining all the songs around it. <laughs> that didn't happen in this particular oh, instance, so I'll be a little more thankful for that, I suppose. Yeah. All right, so song number seven, Let the Devil In. Okay, so you want the good news or the bad news first? Whatever you think is more appropriate. Okay, good news first, you first. I suppose then. <laughs> uh, well, I'll start I'll start off, and I, I have a feeling I know one thing that you're probably going to hate about this track, which is probably yeah. my first note. Holy acoustic drum bouncing. The panning is insane. <laughs> I didn't uh, notice! You you wearing headphones? How'd you not know? Like it's like do 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 like left right left right left right. Oh oh, my brain's like yeah, those are gunshots. So then I was fine. No, it's it's just super acoustic, like reverby hallway type drumming. It's like a drum set at the other end of the hallway. Oh shit! Um, it wasn't overly extreme. I did like how it sounds. It just felt very jarring, especially because I wasn't anticipating it in my headphones. So yeah, that felt a little weird. Um, I like how noisy the verses feel, and I know that you said you weren't really too fond of the noisiness parts, but I don't know how. Yeah. We'll, we'll see in a moment how you feel about this one. Yeah, uh, the yeah. loud vocals and the blended sounds in the background do a great job of filling up the soundscape again, so I thought that was really cool. They're making use of everything that they have. And other than that, like to be honest, I don't really have too many notes about this track. Uh, it, it's still an exciting listen, but as it's kind of tame as compared to like the other... Some of the other songs that we've heard for the sake of sound expansion, mm-hmm. like like let's just go back to Playhouse. I mean, like that one did it very well, in my opinion. This one did it well, too, but it didn't feel as exciting. OK, so. Um, Bad news. I am. OK, my lawyer made me say this. Um, I am whole. I am wholeheartedly apologetic to the requester of this album. But if you have heard my takes on albums in the past you know my takes are trash so please take this with again a grain of salt um in all honesty this one did nothing for me even after multiple listens uh i felt it was definitely too long perhaps almost by four minutes um i felt they left they let the devil in and it needs an exorcism that one was just because i thought it was funny um, and I, I did like the multiple voices in the chorus, but it sounded like drunk friends at karaoke. Well, Alrighty then. That's a hell of a way to put it. Yeah. Uh, I just, I never didn't. thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I heard. <laughs> Cause like, like I just, I get, uh, images when I'm listening to certain things and that's definitely what I got, but that was all the notes that I had for that. And, um, again, Please refer to my lawyer um, uh, prepared statement. Thank you. I like how you you took all that time to apologize. But meanwhile, you tore down like Weezer and were like barely sorry for it. That's because it's Weezer. Oh. Yeah, that's fine. Didn't you just literally do one of those Weezer songs for like a new music review that we do? (laughs) Yeah, because I wanted to know if it got better. It didn't. No, new, not new Weezer, no. You, you have to go back to older Weezer, not new Weezer. Oh. You, backwards, not forwards. Well, I go. can't do old Weezer for a new music review. That's silly. No, but you do it on your own time, damn it. Blue <laughs> album, Pinkerton to an extent. Green album, I guess. So, you, like, go for it. We'll see. We'll see if I feel up to it. Just ignore whatever the fuck Pork and Beans was on. But anyway. Oh, my God. That's where it just downhill. Oh, no. Before, it went downhill before that. Uh, uh, controversial take. I think it went downhill when Island in the Sun came out. I know people love that yes. song, but oh, I fucking yep. hate it. I actually yep. hate it. Uh, as soon as I heard Hash Pipe, I was like, no, I'm good. Thank you. 
Goodbye. I actually like Hatchback. That was the last good song I liked by Weezer. Yeah. I thought it was a fun little track. But anyway, speaking of fun little tracks, we got uh, a few more left on this album. Mm-hmm. We should probably discuss those since those are like, you know, the topic at hand. Weezer's yes. Long Dawn. Long Gone. Long Dong. Wow. Freudian slip. <laughs> okay. Song number eight, Dirty Whirl. Uh, stylized as one word, although uh, maybe, maybe I don't really know grammar a that Pokemon well. Pokemon name. Me, not English, so I don't know. Um, great drum beat to start. I, so I enjoyed that. With the quiet, almost broken sounding synth pianos, I thought that was a really neat little touch. Really enjoyed that little uh, texture to the sound. Uh, not sure the louder and very forward-facing vocals feel fit with the instrumentals. Like I, mm-hmm. I, They feel like two different ideas kind of brought into the same room. Yeah. Um, as good as some of the portions of the song sounds, I feel like it ran out of ideas and momentum before the song finally concluded. Mm-hmm. Um not to say that I completely hated it, uh, but at the same time, just this is another one of those tracks where I didn't feel as excited by it as I had with previous tracks on the album. So yeah. maybe my expectations were too high because like, I felt like this album was very front-heavy. So as you start kind of moving back to this, like the B side, it's like, oh, I, c- I kind of wish they did this instead, or I wish it sounded like this. So Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> I... Again, drum beat. I like the waltzy feel to this. I will always like that. Um, I found the chorus was nice. Um, After repeat listens, I could see myself replaying the chorus in my head. That is a good thing. Definitely earworm worthy. Um, I just don't think I like the fuzzed out vocals. That's just not a thing I like. Um, I kind of, okay, so you're talking about Wall of Sound sort of having everything just sort of there at once. Now, the thought I had about it is like if you're getting a KFC famous bowl and you mix it all together, you can't really like discern what there is. It's just all kind of tastes like mashed potato and that's really it. Um, So it kind of felt like that, like I kind of would want to taste a little bit of each thing, but you know, it's pretty much in the chef's preparation, whatever they want you to take. Um, the reindeer bells. Don't know what else to call them. Definitely need to make more of an appearance in modern songs. I will petition it. I heard it in the song. Appreciated We've it. We've been over this before. It was fine. I th- yeah. I can't remember where it was. It might have been Fishbone. Yeah. But there was something where it had the exact same sleigh bell, jingle bell type thing. <laughs> I, I didn't it. like it, but you did. And I, I, again, wasn't too heavy on it. So, I mean... What is it about that sound that is, like, dividing us here? I, I don't know. Maybe I like Christmas. But I I liked it in here. I heard it. Oh, well, your like, birthday is pretty close to Christmas. Ooh, it is. It is. Oh, yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I guess just kind of uh, adding on to the losing steam kind of thing. Um, I literally clicked on the, uh, on the play bar different points in the song and they all sounded the same i didn't really want to knock it for that but with the exception of the last 30 seconds this kind of whole song was just just an extension of the first little bit over and over and over again yeah i mean like i i believe uh, what was i gonna say because with, with the song that kind of sounds the same running through it's it might not bother me, but it, honestly, I think it more comes down to like length and also what you do with the sound you're using. Uh, so yeah, four minutes and fourteen seconds the song was, and I think 
that might be too long for this yeah. particular kind of track. Like, if this song was, like, 240, 250, it would have been perfect. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. that way you don't, you're not expected or, like, obligated to do too much with the track. But yeah. then 14, 414, you're, it's kind of on your shoulders that you should probably do a little more with it at the very least. but Or at least try to do something bigger with the track and just, like, make it feel more grand. Yeah. Uh, there's an example of that coming up later, and I'll, I'll definitely bring it up when it comes up. But, yeah, this song was not it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty steady until the end. And then it, like a couple other songs that we have reviewed, it really, like, I'm like, oh, what is it? Oh, it's over. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, you, you gave it to me and then you stole it back. And also, I got I to gotta backstep one second and tell you how offended I am from your KFC comment, because as a celiac, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, I've only <laughs> seen pictures of it. I've never eaten it either. Good. I just, I just know people that will eat um like you know thanksgiving or christmas dinner and just take everything and just dip it in their mashed potatoes and like you're just everything tastes like mashed potatoes why are you doing why do you do that <laughs> as he's it's all going to the same place oh, anyway but, but don't you want to just enjoy it and be like mm, this is delicious like it is delicious I, it doesn't matter i mean at least i cover absolutely everything in cranberry sauce but oh, see, still. then you're no better. Jeez. It's no, like people who just pour gravy better. on literally everything on the plate. <sighs> D- doesn't matter what I'm doing. I am the persecutor. I'm the what, persecutor. Oh, yeah. I don't know law at all. I just know no. you're being sued and you're going to jail. That's it. I, I just know that I am the one pointing out other people's flaws while not admitting or accepting any of my own. The end. Oh, uh, so you're the suspect. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on now to song number nine. God, now I miss KFC. Uh, song, I've only been silly for four years, okay? I, I remember KFC. Song number nine, Blues from Down Here. <laughs> Ever have a double down? Those are so good. Just don't eat no. it in public. People will judge you so hard. I judge you if I know you've eaten it. You. I've had two in my life. Loser. I've oh, had two in my life, and one of them was last year. And that's six years off your life right there. Uh, that's fine. I'm fine with it. It was delicious. What, 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 am I supposed to do a solo podcast? Jeez. I, this podcast can't be done solo. It'd be boring as hell. Fair Anyways, enough, Ali Broccoli. Savannah can die later. Song number nine, Blues from Down Here. I like the drum pattern. Uh, it definitely, it like physically felt like he was pushing me forward. Like, like I don't know, maybe the tempo was my, uh, my I guess, walking pace. But I, I really enjoyed that. Um, now, I... I did make note, uh, is this the signature sound from this band? Like, I've never heard them before. I've never heard the ty- like the band name, any of that. But I, I am sort of tired of the muddy instruments. Uh, it does match the voice, but I just don't know if this is like a, a one-off album that they're like, oh, let's try this, or if this is just what they are. Um, but the... Uh, <laughs> The vocals remind me of sort of mid to late 80s sort of goth bands. And I actually kind of dig that in this song. So like you're talking about like a Depeche Mode or the Cure type thing or Susie and the Banshees? Kind of like a, I don't know. The the thing that came to my head was like Killing Joke, but I haven't heard very much from them. But it's just kind of like a, a more deep sort of like brooding goth and less like hey i'm goth but i can still have fun 
less of that. It's like a bow, like a Bauhaus that's like a little too happy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, funny, I, I, I dug it. It was good. Funny enough, though, if you want to like take a dive back to older bands, I said on my very first note, the vocals definitely feel like, definitely feel like they were going to have, like, no, sorry, the vocals definitely feel like they're going full Bowie. Yeah. Sorry, I have dyslexia. Apparently, I can't read my own notes. <laughs> but yeah, like I actually had to look into the notes to make sure David Bowie didn't also sing on this one, which he did yeah. not. It was only on Province. But the, my God, were they trying to be? I think like Bowie was in the studio and they just wanted to impress him or something like that. So they just like yeah. went full Bowie. Uh, so yeah, he'd already done a, album, a track on this album. So it's like, no, this isn't it at all. But interesting, uh, interesting vocal melodies and yeah. present- presentation, I guess. Um, you can definitely get that, you know, end of the album cool down from this track. Yeah. Like it's not, we're not there yet. We got a couple more tracks, but like you can tell the wind down is happening at this point, more or less. Um, there are woodwinds in this song too. And it's behind this, like, yeah, the relentlessly paced, like triplet drums that are there that I found very interesting. It was a very interesting touch to throw in those woodwinds too. Cause like, it's not that it's the first time that they're present on the album, but they work really well here because they're like, yeah, really low and bassy at certain points too, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like the song had given me any like anything it had to offer by like the halfway point, I'm going to say. It, it's not that it's bad, but I feel like I was getting a little done with it far before the final minute, which again, the song is not again, but just to say the song is five minutes and 17 seconds. Yeah. So I don't know, like anything the song wanted to give me was already done within like the first two minutes. And yeah. then from there, it's just like, keep playing beyond that. I have nothing else other than I enjoyed the, uh, the drum beat and the vocals. Everything else was just sort of a, in, in my opinion, in my head, it was just sort of a rehashing of the, uh, the, the loud or oral attack in my ears. No. Yeah. I, I can get that. And just, I don't know. At this point in the album, I started getting worried. I'm just like, oh, are they going to like end on a like a low note here? And like, I was really enjoying the first half. Yeah. But there are two more songs on the album, and uh, I'm not going to spoil too much until we start talking about them like literally right now. But I will say, <laughs> I it, it picked up for me at the very least. So, song number yeah. ten, penultimate track tonight. Um, the very airy reverbed like sounds that kind of get this track going are a really good touch i really enjoyed that it's a great mood setter this one obviously kind of like on a a bit of a lower mood there was like the sequenced bass progression kind of going through the song too that sounded like had a bit of clipping to it like it was just like this hard start to each note of it it kind of pulled the mood back a little bit but at the same time i tried not letting it bother me realistically it didn't bother the score so that's fine uh, I'm just checking both my notes here because I want to make sure. I want to make sure. Oh, damn it. I say it one more time. But whatever. <laughs> Sonically, another satisfying track. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I need a thesaurus. I really do. I need to find new yeah. words to use. Like, I'm already, like, wearing the shit thin. Yeah. Uh, this was, like, a really dreamy track aside from, like, certain jarring parts. Uh, this probably didn't need to be as long as it was, but this was still actually a really nice track. Uh, Probably one of the better ones on the back half of the album, so I did enjoy this one. So a lot of the things that I have uh, written down for this one, uh, you've already touched upon, so forgive me for any redundance. Um, I I guess there were chimes or whatever at the beginning. I did like that. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. 
it sounded fresh and pleasing and it was just sort of uh it was, it was a nice slow uh beginning i like that on an album that's tried a lot it's nice to have something like that thrown in every once in a while yeah, like it's a literal breath of fresh air. You're just like, oh my god, I can hear my own thoughts. This well, because chimes are associated with a calm breeze, right? So yeah, there you go. I, I like that. And um, now I I wasn't sure what was different about the bass, and I thought maybe it was because I could actually hear it. It wasn't just the feeling of bass; like I could actually hear it. Um, I liked it. I I think just I could hear different notes being played. That was definitely appreciated um the whistling in the background kind of sounds like birds and it sounds like it's vast like it's outdoors so that, that goes with the cool. chimes yeah i i like that setting the mood here um now now you mentioned woodwinds um i did put is that like woodwinds at about four minutes 15 i thought it sounded cool because if if they made an appearance earlier in the album, I didn't hear it. This was the first time. And I was like, ooh, what is that? This is nice. So it's not very often, if at all, we've heard an album that had them. So I yeah. point up for that one. Um, the song was definitely growing on me a little bit more by the fourth listen. Um, unfortunately, it is seven minutes long, so having to listen to that four times, it was worth it by the end. Um, but I did feel massively fatigued from the other songs that are either objectively too long or they just didn't change enough that it feels like I'm listening to the same verse or chorus over and over again. So I think this one kind of suffered um, due to its brother in before them so mm. but aside from that the woodwinds fucking sick very good then yeah yeah because um throughout everything we've listened to i'm just like trying to think really quickly the only thing that could come to my mind that might have had woodwinds in it uh like aside from like the occasional saxophone you hear probably be like fishbone mr bungle maybe yeah uh i i don't really remember but yeah it's, we don't get that too often in what we listen to so yeah who knows what the future holds Woo, i, I like mean, it I like kind it. of technically we do but even <laughs> then we don't know a lot of the albums come, not i can't say that we just not it's completely familiar with a lot of the albums coming up and it's a we as a collective you know the listeners the we yeah, but maybe they'll be way more familiar with certain albums than we are. So we don't know that. Anyways, this note's kind of irrelevant. So we might as well just move on to the very yep. last song. Number 11, Wash the Day. Uh, okay, so yeah, this one's eight minutes long. So I was I was a little concerned going into this one with the length. I'm just like, okay, what are you going to give me here? You're either going to give me like a whole eight minute track. You're going to mm-hmm. give me like half a song and then silence or something that follows that, or you're going to give me like a song silence secret song, which uh, it actually ended up being the middle kind of Mm -hmm. like, uh, so this song really had a weird and excellent, like industrial post-punk start to it. Uh, Just different instrument instrumentation that I wasn't quite can't say that wasn't used to on this album, but like they pushed it a lot more in this one. I really love the distortion. I thought it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. So, yes, and this is actually where I wrote the note. Word of the day, sonically. <laughs> I think this is the last time I'm going to use it, too. So thank you. You're oh, welcome. If, if you Go back, listen to this episode again, and do a drinking game every time I say that word. And just you'll be trashed by the time we get to this song again. Yeah, they're probably drunk already. But, yeah, really, can you use this word in a sentence? Oh, this song is fantastic, both sonically and pacing. <laughs> 
That's uh, but that's actually a real review by me right there. So it works. Uh, the progression is really simplistic in this song. Uh, maybe only like a few notes for the most part. Not including harmonies though, like that's just a whole different thing on its own. But the drilling sound really gives it like a dirty psychedelic feeling, which I was actually really enjoying. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that when it can dig into me like that. Despite it being noisy, I could actually probably close my eyes and listen to this song. It's just kind of hypnotic in that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I was really enjoying it for reasons like that, despite its length. And like, as I said, uh, this, it's like a bit of a song. Then, like I said, maybe a few minutes of silence. Well, in this it wasn't really silent at this point, but it was like just a very long, drawn-out final note type thing that just it had things added and kind of fade out and everything like that. I can understand someone being turned off by that long, drawn-out ending of the song, but I actually kind of dug it. I don't know. I, I like stuff like that. Um, it's kind of like my mind was trying to open its third eye at this point. It's just this, again, this. <laughs> When I mentioned it felt like dirty, psychedelic, and like opening my third eye, hypnotic, all that kind of stuff. Like it all kind of fits into one image. And so I like what the song did for me at the very least. I thought that was great. Um, So four minutes in and I was still vibing to it. So that's a good sign. Um, Although about five minutes in, they decided to play every high pitched instrument they could get their hands on. And that was far too much for my brain and eardrums. So I was eagerly anticipating it to stop. Um, I like how the song ended, but I think a little bit more distinction between everything and the tambourine would have been a little bit more pleasurable to me. Um, But once the loud noises ended, it was all right. It sounded like water washing up on the beach. So it kind of gave me that sort of relaxy feeling at the end after it's like, it's like someone yelling at you and then being like, it's okay. I still love you. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> like, I still remember you yelling, but I'm feeling all right right now. That's the coolest part about like thing, like noises that can drone like that at songs. If used properly, like it can sound good. It's not just noise. Like if you can have it fit the mood or the atmosphere of the song. And I think it did it well in this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'd listen to this one again. I mean, I definitely prefer the front half over the back half, but if I am to take it as a whole, I would listen to this one again. There you go. That's promising, especially considering its length. I thought you would have been tired of it. Yeah, no, I I was really surprised because by the time I was like, okay, like, you know, I'm kind of not really digging this anymore. I checked the time. I'm like, oh my God, it's half over. Like I'll totally listen to the other half. And it was very surprising that I sat there for four minutes with, just no complaints at all. It was good. Yeah. Very good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Like, I wouldn't say that prematurely, but thank you. Someone finally feels that way. <laughs> <laughs> My parents don't even say that. So that will bring us to the end of Return to Cookie Mountain by TV on the radio. So we hope that you enjoyed this one. We hope you enjoyed listening to it with us, assuming that you did. Thank you very much for doing that. Make sure, again, like, subscribe, comment, share, follow, rate, all that kind of stuff. Let us know what you thought of today's album down in the comments below. Yeah. Just like, you know, how do you feel about each song? What would you change? What did you like or not like about it? It doesn't really matter. You can let us know. We really do, like, are curious of your opinions. Oh, hell yes. Especially you, Scott. What did you think of our opinions on what was one of your favorite albums or at least the one you chose for today? 
I'm pretty sure you'll let us know. Although you did already let us know about like your song rankings and album rating and stuff like that. I will do that after the song rankings. Because uh, he kind of mixed them both into one small paragraph. So I figured like I'll just put it in the middle between the rankings and ratings. So we'll get to that momentarily, but first cool. we have to rank the songs. So above our heads, boom, graphics have changed. Now there's names, numbers, songs to be filled in, and we're going to do that extremely momentarily. I think we're ready to go. Heck yes. Now, just before we start, uh, we didn't do this last week because we forgot, but how many will we match this week? Ooh. I have a total of one, two, three... Three question marks. Everything else is an X. Oh, this is fantastic. I'm going to go ahead and say one um, because the uh, the margin of error for me to be wrong is quite uh, slim. Because anything anything more than that, I'm like, oh, awesome. Anything less, I'm like, well, it's just zero, whatever. I'm going to say two. Yeah? I'll, one I'll of the question one. marks I'm not entirely... 100% on, but the other ones I feel kind of confident. So I think I'm yeah. just going to go with that gut feeling and say two. All right. I'm going to go one. And uh, if any other uh, any other ranking or ratings have, uh, have shown us anything as soon as we've lost hope, the next one will match. So let's Although see. Although we're on a streak of just getting one now in a row. I think it's like two <laughs> or three albums in a row that we've had one. Oh, yikes. All right, so let's do this. Let's uh, put songs on the titles there. So song number 11, A Method. Let the Devil In. I think you just gave yourself away, maybe. I Uh, think so. (laughs) No, that's fine. No worries. I mean, it doesn't have to be the number one thing that matches. Number 10, Blues From Down Here. I was a lover. Now I am a fighter. Number nine, Dirty World. Wash the day. Uh, the good news is at least the ones that you, we haven't matched on so far don't aren't any of the question mark ones. So that's, oh, that's promising for me. That, but there's still there's still hope. Excellent. Uh, number eight, I was a lover. Oh, Play, I, I, I was. That means I I, I that means I lied because <laughs> I just said oh none of them are a question mark. I was a lover was a question mark. Yeah, I should have said that. Uh, number eight for me is playhouses. Play houses. Number seven, let the devil in. Dirty world, the Pokemon. What's its main attack? Uh, I don't know. It's like Poliwhirl if you give it mushrooms. Fair. You're a dirty whirl, aren't you? Anyways, <laughs> let's, let's, let's just keep moving right along. Song number six, hours. Hours, we got right, one. We got one. That one was an X. Really? Okay. Well, I mean, not that my question marks are going to be like completely accurate either, <laughs> but I mean, I just, yeah. I, the feelings I get from certain songs. Excellent. Okay. So song number five, Tonight. We got two. My God. Wow. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonder what they, I wonder if we can get more. Well, I hope so. Uh, let's see here. We can get two more. So okay. far we can get two more. Okay. Uh, it won't be this one though. Number four, Wash the Day. Uh, blues from Down Here. Interesting. Number three, province. Number three, province. Wow. This is wild. This is potential for four. Number two, wolf like me. Yeah. Holy shit. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely gave myself away with your last one because that one's my first one. And my number one was playhouses. Yeah. A method. 
Dang, really? Well, we actually have four. That's the f- we haven't done that since uh, Eagles. Yeah, really, because that, that's that's what broke Daughter's record. Yeah, but the Eagles are still technically the the top one because it had fewer songs, and so the ratio is much bigger. Yeah, it was like half the album essentially. Dang, well, there you go. We pretty... did it. We actually got four. Dang. Okay, I'm down. Now, as if that. Scott already didn't hate you for uh, saying some negative things about this album, yeah, uh, I'm going to really quickly read uh, because uh, maybe I'll save his album here when we actually get to that list in a moment. Uh, just going through the songs, he says, my favorite tracks are Playhouse, a 10 plus for me. Scott, you, you know exactly what's up, buddy. You know what's up. <laughs> uh, Wolf Like Me, he says, great introduction to the band, but I've played it hundreds of times. That I can see why you would have played it a hundred times. Yeah. And Let the Devil In, a masterpiece of mood. I think, did I say that about that track? I don't even remember now, but I'm pretty sure you've been paying attention, so you'll know. Yeah, I uh, shat on it, so I appreciate the difference in opinion. Masterpiece of poo. Anyway, <laughs> I'm still 10. I think, he says, I think it offers something unusual and gripping for the listener with each listen. There you go. Fair. Well, like, at least he gave us, like, a, a good, like, roundabout idea of what he likes. But Playhouses, we, him, and I, uh, him and I matched on our number one right there. Yeah, well, number Fantastic. one fan, I see. I'm Must okay be. with that. Hey, how you going, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, I will tell you his album rating in just a minute because now we got to do that. So let's transition screens and find out where this album has to go today. Do-do-do-do. Well, here we are again on the album rating screen, just packing it full of things. Uh, thankfully, the B tier got a, a rest last week after we put Primus in the A tier. So <sighs> that was nice to see. Yes, it was. It's nice when we don't overstack a tier for one, so, I mean, but we don't know what today is going to hold, so I guess we'll have to wait and see, huh? Eee, as she tugs her collar. <laughs> <laughs> so just before we put our scores out in the open and everything like that, um, we need to have uh, Scott and his scores go into the, the ethos of the show, if you will, although it's not technically canonical, but, I mean, it'll always be here to hear for, for everyone to hear. I've said that word a lot already. <laughs> Uh, so uh, this literally just came down into one sentence here and it just says, Scott, well, Scott says mid range of a tier for me between eight, an eight and a nine. Some days a high seven for me when the couple, when the couple of tracks I don't reach for drag on in spots. I that felt a little mistyped, but that's okay. But it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not much better at it either. But yeah, so generally he would put it somewhere in the a tier for him between okay. eight and nine, 80 and 90%. So I mean, fair enough. I mean, you really like the album, so I wouldn't expect any less. Yeah, just give us an absolute trash album to do just for whatever reason. He ranks it like a D tier. For the lols. Yeah, and then in the, the, I guess, the description of the the form is just, I don't care about this album. Please review it. It's like, okay, thanks. Why would you do such a thing? Thank you. Yep. All right. So now it's time to find out where TV on the radio goes on our list and i suppose i'll go first with the score because uh, i believe you did last week since we did primus and i made you go first yeah uh it was interesting how this one came right down to the wire for me like it right on the cusp of whether or not it was an a or b but it came out as an actual a tier at a very dead even 80 percent wow i feel ashamed 67.27 but um yeah. Oh, I, I knew you would butcher it somehow. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not like I do this on purpose. It's just sometimes the type of music isn't one that 
will grab me immediately. Um, it will take multiple listens, but I just did not want to listen to this 10 to 12 times. Well, I mean, maybe Scott was hoping for a better ranking out of us, yeah. but the good news out of it is it is now officially the highest rated listener requested album that we have so far because it falls yeah. to an average of 73.63%. Not bad. And if I recall, the last one we did, which was Grapes of Wrath, was like exactly 71.66 with Big Wreck, like tied with Big Wreck. Right. So that so means you said 73.63. All right. That's between the Joshua Tree and 10. Oh, look at that. Right up there, eh? Excellent. Mm -hmm. I'll have, I'll resize that later again. I don't feel like doing it on screen right now, but <laughs> there you go. Then we another yeah. B tier album, but at the same time, it's I think it's still got a, a pretty reasonable score. I mean, yeah. there's nothing to be ashamed of with the seventy three. I heard something new, and I'm always appreciative of that. So I thank you very much for choosing them. I will be straightforward and say that yeah, with the front half of this album, like I it was all scored pretty high for me, and yeah. I think by the time I got to Wolf Like Me and I was enjoying myself so much, I was just like. I literally said to myself and said, Scott, what the fuck? This album, like, where did this come from? I was just, I was yeah. having a lot of fun. I was really enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. It's, uh, it taught me something new and is definitely opening, like a lot of other albums, um, sort of opening my eyes to uh, different things that uh, I may actually touch upon again in the future. Very good. Yeah. Well, there you go then. We have another B-tier album, and that is TV on the Radio's Return to Cookie Mountain, as requested by Scott. I hope we didn't let you down too much. Maybe one of us uh, made you more happy than the other did. I don't know. Or maybe you're just happy that we checked it out altogether. Yeah, you know what? That latter one sounds beneficial for all of us. See, now, now you got to make him feel bad, and you'd be like, at least we chose the album now. Shut up. You gotta oh, be like no, I, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't be aggressive like that. I mean, maybe... Maybe if we've been doing this for a year, I could just be like, you know what you signed up for, dingus. Uh, you, you say that now, but we're, we're getting close to the year. We're, we're around the bend in about, like, what, four or five months? Ooh, whew, I really got to start uh, beefing up my attitude then. Yeah, you got to, like, growl in front of a mirror, slap yourself in the face, yeah. and just get really angry for no reason, and then yeah. just bring that attitude into the podcast. Yeah, raw eggs, and the one day I don't gag, then I know that I'm ready. But you also happen to pick, like, contaminated eggs, so it just makes you feel even worse. <laughs> a week in bed. Sick. But yeah, you, I'm going to make you record from bed, though, because we got to get some episodes done. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to do great webcams. Just, just pull up your microphone and talk. That'll be fine. But yes, that's the album now that we have covered for today. So thank you very much for joining us. We thought uh, we hope you had a, a great time with this one. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you can, you can let us know on our social medias at Rate the Record Podcast over on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Rate the Record on Twitter and, of course, email. Although, email? Question mark? You can always email <laughs> us at RateTheRecord at gmail.com. And just don't forget, wherever you are, like, subscribe, follow, share, rate, comment, do whatever you want to do. Uh, help build the musical community. We really appreciate it, and we really want you to be part of it as we move forward, as we continue to move forward after 30 episodes now. God, it feels Woo! like it's been forever. It definitely does. And the fact that you still show up week after week to deal with someone such as myself is a uh, blessing and a reflection upon your goodness. Thank you. 
maybe uh, maybe I'm just more impressed that you've actually managed to show up for all of them. So I don't know. Like, I, l- let's let's find some silver lining here. Am I right? <laughs> you know who I am. <laughs> after the after 30 episodes, I'm I'm getting a good idea. That's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. And by the yeah. one year, I'll know everything. Oh no! Oh no! But yes, help us build the musical community, and you can do that uh-huh. in other ways too, not just by liking, subscribing, sharing, comment, rate, follow, and all that kind of cool stuff that you can do. There is the optional method financially, if you do so want to do that, at Kofi. It's Kofi.com slash rate the record. If you want to financially support the podcast, you can absolutely do that. Help it make it bigger, better. Uh, we'll be able to make more bonus content to release specifically for Kofi. But everything we do right now is still going to be free. Don't worry about yes. that. The podcast, new music reviews, and yeah. for the most part, most of the bonus shows that we we do all free don't worry about it but we will make bonus content specifically for kofi so consider that if you do want to donate optional <laughs> not being pressured to but it's there check it out yep I, i'll do the puppy dog guys if you really want but it'll be ten dollars and i'll just pixelate your portion of the camera and no one has to even say <laughs> oh no manipulation only i do that god dang <laughs> And if you want to be like Scott and have your album featured on our show like we did today or any of the other people that we've had uh, requested albums from, you can do that down in the description, be it audio or video, no matter where you are. There is a link to a Google Doc where you can request an album. Just a few questions. And obviously, like you saw today, we just ask you what you think of the album. Where would you rank things, rate things? And we will read it on air. So if you want us to check out your album, please fill out the the, uh, the form and we will see if we ended up doing it down the road. We, I mean... No guarantees, but probably definitely yes. <laughs> there are like certain that. limitations, but I mean, yeah. yeah. But that, it's all good. Chances are we'll do it. It doesn't really matter. So, yeah, just before we go, though, because we are at the end of the podcast, we do like to yes. give you a tiny little sneak preview teaser, whatever the heck you want to call it, for next week's episode. And next week is the one that Savannah chose personally. Woo-hoo. So uh, give us a little uh, hint about what you've got in store for next week. Okay. Now, um... I, again, have never listened to this album, so I'm listening to it with fresh ears. Pretty excited for that. But while on tour and occasionally in the studio, this four-piece with a human name borrows a member from another highly popular band, and their first few albums seem to follow a Van Halen naming scheme. John Smith in the album John Smith 1 through 10. We're doing the entire compilation. I'm going to have to pick another teaser then because you got it. Yeah, next week's episode is going to be seven and a half hours long. So just everyone hang hang tight, hang tight. Uh, It is a marathon. It's a fundraiser. It's a live stream. No, we're not doing a live stream. I'd like to do a live stream one day, but next week is not that. And it's not John Smith's one through (laughs) ten. It is not. It is not. But uh, if if on on this, uh, this video or wherever you're listening to this, you can guess what next at what next show's band slash artist is before it comes out. I will give you $10. I personally, not Chris, he refuses. I will give you $10. She's not wrong. Yeah. I don't owe you anything except my yeah. opinion on music. I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to get it. That's why. What else? 10 bucks. But what would you do if they actually got it right? I would give them $10. I am a woman of my word. PayPal. Okay, everyone get guessing. Fill those comments. The first person, I'm talking the first person that gets it, that yep. that, it, that doesn't already know who it is, like either me, you, or maybe someone we may, we may have told, for example. Yep. Those don't count. Fresh people, yep. 
Get in there and guess. Ten bucks. Yeah, I, go. I will PayPal you ten bucks. But if the if the show has already come out by the time you've watched this, come on, you know the rules. Yeah, too late you know by that point. Rules. Boo. Exactly. You are due by what, like April third or fourth, whatever. It doesn't really matter. I don't. I'm looking at my calendar. We're way the hell behind. Anyways, yep. that is the end of the show. Thank you very much for watching. So until you can guess the band that we're doing next week, go listen to some awesome music, and we will see you again real soon. So take care, friends. Bye bye.